The Mean Girl Burn book is now the group chat. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 100%. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to episode seven of the No Filter podcast. So just a quick disclaimer, you do have to be over 18 to listen to this podcast. So we're your hosts. I'm Annie. I'm Elle and today we are talking all about friendships, why your friendships broke down, why they were toxic. Um, I feel like we've got loads of these because there's always people, like nearly every person that I know has had a problem in the friend group. Yeah, I feel like I could do a whole podcast on my life. On just your own. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So we're going to start the podcast off a little bit different today. We normally just sit here and talk about our week and talk about our day, but today we want to talk about our favourite podcasters. So to start with, when I very first started listening to podcasters, the first ones that I listened to was um, the Shits and Gigs podcast. If you haven't listened to it, you need to check them out. They are so, so funny. funny. You've listened to it, Yeah, I love them. They are so good. And they did a video, I think it went live yesterday or the day before, and I listened to it on the way back from Sheffield yesterday, and it was called Million Something, and it's they've hit a million subscribers on YouTube. It's mega. How a mil- mad a is million that? people listen to them chat shit. Yeah, and watch them, <laughs> actually just sit and yeah. watch them on YouTube. And then obviously they've got all the listeners on um, the actual podcast, they've got the TikTok, they've got all the other social media. Yeah, it they're doing absolutely amazing. crazy. So it sort of got me thinking, because I was listening to that podcast and they were saying on there, when they first started, like, it's amazing how many episodes didn't make it or actually didn't get put out on the podcast because they might have forgot to press play, forgot to press record. Like we did. Um, <laughs> and you know what? As we were just saying that bit about someone else forgetting to press record, we both just looked, didn't we, at the yeah, computer and to we check weren't recording. It, and we weren't actually recording. So this is take two for today. Um, but they were saying they had the same problems as us. Like, when we first started with the podcast, and I think the very first episode the camera cut out towards the end and we didn't realize so we didn't actually have the dilemma on there and then the second one what happened on the second one did the battery go or something yeah i think no i think we recorded it about four times oh and we've done them things where we say it wrong don't we yeah, like loads where we we start it and then one of us just messes it up straight yeah. away and then we just laugh and we have oh, to we have record dogs it. Barking or someone at yeah. door. So I feel like I, I sort of thought, oh, it's just because we're amateurs and we, you know, we don't really know what we're doing. But to listen to other podcasters and how they started and they were exactly the same yeah, it as makes us, us feel normal. And I just can't wait for the day where we can get an editor and get a whole production team like yeah. they've got and we don't have to well you don't have to mess, I don't have to mess around <laughs> doing all the recording and everything so we need to get like manifesting and I suppose that leads on to the second podcaster that we both listen yes. to don't we um one of my favorites is Francesca Amber and she does is it called the law of attraction changed my life yeah it is she if you haven't listened to her she's in fact I think she's the first podcast I started listening to so I heard everyone say like, oh, I'm into podcasts, like going back a few years ago. And I'd like try find ones and I couldn't find anything that I was really into. Yeah. And then I listened to hers and because I've done manifesting before and she's so open about her life, like what's happened to her, how she's got where she is. Yeah. And you just become obsessed with listening to her because she's real as well. And she, and I think that's why I'm drawn to podcasts like her because it's not fake. It it is completely real what she'll tell you she's been through. Yeah. Whereas these others where it's, all perfect I'm kind of like no I I need the real she sort of shows where like where she started what she manifested and then like where she is now didn't she as well um I was listening to her episode this week and I feel like it's just so 
like uplifting, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I feel I put like it on in the car. Again. Yeah, I put it on in the car, and it's like makes me positive. And then while I'm driving, I voice note L a million voice notes, don't I? Yeah, about, we're bad. We're bad for voice about notes. the podcast. And I'm like, I've just had this idea. Yeah. We could do this, and then I want to tell her something else, and it'll come up, and there'll be about ten. And I think when she opens her phone, she'll be like, "What the actual? Fuck I feel is like going I need on? to start writing notes of our um, voice notes. Yeah. So is what we're gonna do is do a whole manifesting podcast, aren't yeah, we? Like. We're episode um so I I feel like we can sit down we're gonna write down everything we need to do aren't we we're gonna manifest what we want and probably do like a vision board yeah we did that before that time you wrote down your goals what you wanted and you've actually achieved those goals we wrote down that day yeah that was so weird actually because we we met up and we were both feeling a bit shit that day weren't we we didn't want to see each other didn't want to leave the house and i was like do you know what let's just go to starbucks and get a coffee i think i just turned up in literally my baggy tracksuit like yeah we looked felt like shit and we sat, didn't we, for like, it must have been like an hour or something. Yeah. We both had notepads. You bought me a little yeah, notepad. Yeah, we've got like highlighters. It were, we need to do that. If you we haven't do. done it before, we're going to talk about how to do it. And honestly, it, you just feel so good, don't you? Yeah, it, it was really good. And we wrote down everything that we wanted to achieve. Um, I was doing a lot of TikTok at the time. And I wrote down that I wanted to be selling 100 products a day consistently and at the time I was nearly at that level but it, it just weren't staying consistent I was just up and down all the time and I thought I need this to be like consistent and make it a more consistent income and I wrote that down on my list and it must have been like a week later weren't yeah it, it wasn't long and you were like oh my god it's yeah. happening and then I messaged Elle and I was like I'm selling 200 products a day, yeah, I? and then it just shot up, and I was like, oh my God, right from when, is all we did, sit down, write it all down, yeah. and I just thought about it, and made it all like planned out in front of me, and it happened. happened yeah, yeah, you've got to write it out to the universe, haven't you? Yeah, and then write down like what you're grateful for as well, so it's easy to miss out, isn't it, the what you're grateful for You've now because you feel like you're always looking forward for the next thing yeah and I feel like that's what they've done with the um shits and gigs podcast like they were saying that they were is it just going to be a hobby are they going to do anything yeah. from it and then now they're like it's their income that's what they do yeah they must be like the biggest comedy podcasters yeah everyone who I talk to has listened yeah everyone to them. knows them too yeah I feel like we should go to like one of their events as well yeah, we need. I'm gutted we missed there. that tour. Yeah. I'm gutted we missed that. Yeah, we'll definitely have to go to those. And the other podcast that I listen to, I do one called They Walk Among Us, which is true crime. Oh, I haven't listened to that because you're into that thing. So it's scary. Good. It's all UK true crime. So I find podcasts sometimes are a lot of like American true crime. Mm. And while I like the American side of it, I also like it when they say, oh, it's at this location. And you're like, oh, I know, I know where that there, is. I've yeah. been there, yeah. Um, so I listen to that one quite a lot. That is probably my favourite one, but it does sometimes send me to sleep, and I know that's really weird. <laughs> so sometimes I listen to it in bed, and Jay's like, "You're listening to someone getting brutally murdered," and you've and fallen I'm like, asleep. To that. Oh, it's I'm quite just falling asleep. Yeah. And then I don't know if you saw <laughs> so it on I'd Instagram. Have nightmares. On Instagram the other day, there was a post. I can't remember who put it on, and it said, "If you listen to true crime and." Um, like real life crime stuff to relax it means you've got like psychopathic tendencies oh, christ and i was like oh god <laughs> yeah well i think you do with the psychos yeah. for the other podcast and jay sent it to me and he was like this is you <laughs> this is actually you we all need a psycho friend yeah it, it brings my psycho back out again yeah. I've, my psycho's been locked away for a while until that last podcast yeah till we're, till we're on about murderers and stuff and then now everyone thinks that i'm uh, 
thinks that I'm crazy after my, uh, what were they, revenge stories. Yes, that, that was, was it, weren't it? Yeah. So, yeah, I just think Francesca Amber is one that we've got to get on, and then we can do a whole episode on manifesting and what we're going to do, can't we? Yeah. So if you're interested in that one, that one will probably be coming out, I would say, in like the next month or so, yeah. won't it? We'll just get us... Get, a get shit, shit together. together. <laughs> yeah. One other one that I like listening to is the, um, I can never say it right, Nip Tuck, Nip Not Tuck. Giving a Fuck. Yeah. I like them too because I think they're kind of like us. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. They're really funny. They've been going for a bit longer than us, haven't yeah. they? Yeah. They're really good. And I always, right, I started off listening to one and I used to listen to this one when I went to the gym and it was called Call Her Daddy. It was an American one. It was, oh, what were the people called on it? The host, Sophia and I can't remember the, the name of the other. And that one was so explicit. It was hilarious. And I had to stop listening to it in the gym because... You're laughing out loud. I could not stop laughing. <laughs> and if I was on the treadmill and they said something and I was running quite fast, I was actually nearly falling, falling off. off. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought, I can't listen to this one in the gym anymore. And they got removed from, I think, Apple Podcasts, but they're still Aww. on Spotify. But I don't know if they got removed because they were so, so explicit. explicit. Yeah. See, I prefer listening to a podcast in the gym as opposed to music because I feel like my time goes longer because I'm fully into the podcast. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, and you think, oh, if this episode's an hour, if you stay in the gym, yeah, that yeah, episode you know, ends, you're done. Whereas done music, hour, it's yeah. like so many. But I've had a lot of people message me saying that they listen to our podcast when they're in the gym or when they're cleaning the house. I got one saying they listen when they're driving to work as well. Yeah, um, she said that she listens to it every morning when she's driving to work and. Um, it just like puts her in a good mood for the yeah. day. So I'm glad that we're making people happy. Definitely. <laughs> well, it's working because we've got to, um, that we haven't said, I've weighed the place in Africa that I didn't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, what was it called De now? La Voix, De La Voix. Is that, no? It was something like that and I can't remember what it is. So I get a notification every week of like the podcast charts and where we've like, where we've got to in these charts. And it came up a couple of weeks ago. It was like the Dubai charts, uh, not Dubai, UAE, mm. which obviously covers Dubai. And then the UK charts we were in. And then this other one came up. I'm sure it was, De, I'm sure it was De Lavoie. Court De Lavoie, I think. Co- yeah, it was. If that's how you say it, if you're listening to us from there and we've said it wrong, please send us a voice note on how to say it (laughs) um, because I'd never heard of it. Um, But yeah, we're Yeah, I got this email and it said you are, was it top two? Yeah. We were number two in the podcast charts in Cote de Lavoie. Yeah. And we're just like, that is crazy. Like we've reached so many places. And when I looked at the location the other day, we'd got listeners in the Cayman Islands as well. And my friends moved out to the Cayman Islands. I thought she must have been listening to podcasts, like telling her friends. And I messaged her and I said, have you listened to the the podcast yet? And she said, no, I've been working. Like I've not had chance. I was going to put it on on my way to work. Um, So it wasn't. Even her, her and other people it. are doing it. It's it mad. was other people in the Cayman Islands that had heard of us. And we had some in Spain. We'd got um, USA. Literally so many places had listened. I was like, that is crazy. Yeah, I'm like, how do, they, how do you find me? How have you found yeah, me? Yeah, <laughs> because we're not very good with like our marketing stuff no. yet, are we, and things like that. We are, we're getting better, but we don't really know how people find us. No, it's like <laughs> hard because even though we only film one day a week, and obviously it takes you however long to edit it, yeah. It, it is, in a sense, a full-time job doing a podcast. It, it is, just yeah. always sit here for an hour and talk. Yeah. Like, to then have to do it all on the social media and stuff, it is like a full-time thing. Yeah, because we do, like, I do the editing. That'll probably take me a day. But then there's things you don't even think about, like the episode titles, mm-hmm. the episode descriptions, hashtags, putting things on social media. It is 
actually crazy and uh, yeah. I've, I've wrote um, a diary of what I need to do every single day of the week to do with the podcast yeah like so we, ne- we need start. to get someone to do it for us because we just do not have the time so at the moment I'm running the Instagram page but after today we're passing that over to Elle aren't we oh god we know I'm bad with social <laughs> media Christ it's going to be on the wrong Instagram account it's going to be the wrong thing I'm probably going to upload a picture of, thank god I've got no nudes on my phone that could actually get uploaded well you know what if they got uploaded to our podcast page I don't even think it'd be that bad people would probably think oh yeah they've uploaded yeah. a nude <laughs> <laughs> oh this must be their episode yeah, that they're talking the about episode. this week so on to today's episode like Elle said we've been looking at toxic friendships and what ended your friendship and the ones that I've got some people wrote in and they were sort of like little stories so they're all like little dilemmas yeah. in themselves these ones aren't they So we've got, my friend turned up to my birthday night out and after about 15 minutes, she said she had a headache and she needed to go home. Dot, dot, dot. She then went to go and meet her ex. Wow. See, I've had that before. Friends have lied or dropped out of stuff and it's because they've been with a man instead. I just think... Yeah. And then probably... Do you over your friends? That relationship's probably not even lasted either. No, they never have. Yeah. I don't know. DC didn't even say she went to go meet her boyfriend. She actually went to go meet her her ex. ex. Yeah, so he must have picked her up. I don't know how they found out about that. Um, Maybe they saw him picking her up or something. Mm. So a lot of these seem to be about birthdays and I think it all comes to light around you rem- your birthday. Yeah, and you remember because it's a big thing. You, d- I think things like that stand out to you, don't you, if it's an occasion that you've been let down on. Yeah. So it was my 21st birthday and we planned a big night out in another city. So they booked the hotels, they booked all the places that they were going and this girl had said that she was coming. She turned up past midnight and complained the whole night. So she turned up to a different city past midnight when they'd all been getting ready in the hotel yeah, room you, you together. You basically missed the birthday at that They've point. all been pre-drinking, they've done all the bars, and then she turns up when they're going to a club and then came back to stay at the hotel and it says that she didn't pay for the hotel either oh, because she said shit. that she were only slept in it. But that's the, that's the point. Yeah, like you've, to me, like I yeah. love the whole getting ready as girls thing. Not just, I feel like if you I turn do, away, you've yeah. missed, I think the getting ready is part of your experience of your night out. Like, I love it when all girls get ready together. Yeah, I do, actually. It's, um, you're all changing outfits, you're all yeah. messing around, you get you can see yourself getting, can like, you, drunker and drunker. Can you remember on my birthday in Manchester when one of our friends got stuck in a dress and it was a really nice dress and she split it just before we went out? Can you remember she was in your oh room? Oh, my God, that was that was my dress. <laughs> oh! That was my dress. Um, so, yeah, one of our friends... We'd got her in this dress and it was from House of CB. That's when I, I just used to wear House of CB all the time. And it was a zip up the back, but it was bandage material and it was really, really tight. But bearing in mind, I'd wore this dress quite a few times and she'd even wore this dress before when we went on holiday as well. And I'm a lot bigger than her. And it had never done it. To it you. never like split or anything. So I think maybe it would just we'd worn the dress. Yeah, to worn death. it to death. And then she put it on, and luckily, just before we left the hotel room, it. she went, "Oh, I just need to straighten this bit of my hair." And she sat down, and as she went to sit <laughs> on the chair, the zip just pinged open, <laughs> and her bum was fully out, and the, the zip just split. And I just said to her, "At least it did that then." 
and not when we'd got out and then you went to sit down somewhere or, or went to sit in the taxi that, and then it just split. That is my worst fear going out and my outfit, like my heel breaking or my, I remember, I can't remember if I was pregnant or if I was just fat. Because I did go <laughs> through a phase with my ex where you get comfortable and you put on loads you of weight. Yeah. And we went out for a meal. I think we went to Gaucho and my dress split from the armpit to the bottom. And luckily I'd brought a coat with me because it was winter. So I spent the meal wearing a fur coat. Oh, no. I even had to walk to the toilet. In this fur coat, sweating. I remember thinking, everyone's going to be looking at me thinking like, who does she think she is in that fur coat? With like a full fur? Oh, it were proper. Like a Cruella de Vil. Yeah, it was a vintage fur coat. Like, <laughs> massive, thick coat. And oh, I didn't I didn't God. take it off because I split from the armpit down. Yeah, I think armpit down though, like if it's not as bad as your ass as your full bum out but how does it like hold together it yeah, I was worried it was like gonna. It would, every time I moved it was getting worse and worse so I was like tucking the dressing like that walking I don't think I've ever had an outfit malfunction while I've been out and you know how many times I need toilet as well yeah and even how many times I've wore latex and wore stupid yeah. outfits as far as I know as far as I can remember I don't think I've had any malfunction but I don't think a heel breaking is actually that bad because you could just go without your heels you wouldn't even tell if no. you went without your heels on, no one would even notice the difference because you'd still be We're taller, still than, taller than everybody. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how we've diverted from I know, outfit it's me. I'm, I'm a tumbleweed blowing so. to another convo. <laughs> this one is a bit of a long one, so just bear with me. I met my boyfriend while we were both doing a season in Ibiza. We both came back at the same time and we decided to make a go of it as we didn't live that far from each other. While we were out there, we met loads of people and even lived with some of these people in Ibiza and we stayed in touch. I thought it would be nice to organise a meet-up, so I invited a few of them to come and stay with us. One of the days, I couldn't get off work, so I set off in the morning, but we'd been partying the night before and when I got to work, I decided to say that I was ill and only do half a day. I came home early and unexpected to find my boyfriend and the two girls having a threesome on my sofa. Stop it. Safe to say, I didn't join them. I was that shocked and upset, I walked out and I couldn't face going back to the apartment, so I got my sister to go and pick up all my things and move back home. They all tried contacting me, but to this day, I've not spoke to any of them and I still don't have the words. This was the end of my relationship and two friendships. This best, this last bit is the best. <laughs> I've since met a girl who, fingers crossed, I can actually trust. Wow. See, I've I've yeah. said that. If it goes wrong with Mr. Right at the moment, if it goes Mr. Left, I might be a lesbian. Mr. Left. Mr. Left. <laughs> <laughs> um, I might become a lesbian because I'm sick of fucking men. Yeah. I don't know, though, because I like the manliness. I, say I like the dick men. <laughs> <laughs> you like the D. <laughs> No, I wasn't going to say that, but I like, the, yeah, yeah. I like the manliness yeah. of a man. Um, so I don't think that a woman could give me the same authority and manliness yeah. that a man does. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think I could, uh, I don't think I could go with that one, but yeah, you, you, you do you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what yeah. you need to do, love. Do oh, imagine that though. Like we've heard, well, we had that the other week, didn't we, about people coming home and catching people. Like, yeah. And it's your friends. What could you... I don't think I'd be able to keep my mouth shut, for one. Like, yeah. she said she just left and yeah. then got her sister to pick up her stuff. I couldn't do that. I would be fighting every single one of them. I think I'd be throwing them. shit and screaming and crying and... Yeah, they wouldn't know what had hit them. It'd probably be something. Yeah, I just <laughs> yeah literally, they would yeah. not know what had hit them. Um, but I just, I just don't know. But if she wouldn't have come back and caught them, she would have come home from work and they would have just pretended everything was all right. 
mm. and they've been fucking a boyfriend all day. You can't, you just no. can't imagine, can you? No. Well, I've got, not similar, but when I was younger, um, God, I don't even know how old I must have been, because I don't even know if I'm going to be telling the story right. Do you know when something's that long ago? Yeah, you, you can't remember. And I it. feel like stuff that's happened in my life, I, I don't know if it's because I've had counselling, and the teacher basically to like deal with it and then block it out. And then move so on. So I can like f- literally forget stuff unless I go back in that box and open it up again. Yeah. So when I was younger, I had a best friend and we got up to all sorts together. Um, and at one, we were that close as friends. Her mum actually thought that we were lesbians at one point, like literally. <laughs> We've we all ins- had that one yeah. friend, haven't we, where they're like, you're we a bit were too close. We were inseparable. She was, <laughs> she was a bit older than me. Um, and anyway, I'd started seeing this, well, I say seeing, we'd been talking, me and this guy, and he was older than me because he drove. Right. So I can't think how old I must have been because he was driving. Yeah, but back then, everyone had older boyfriends that yes. could drive. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't be acceptable nowadays. No. But I feel like back then everyone did did it I? yeah and my mum was super 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 strict with me and at the time I like I left home when I was young because I couldn't deal with how strict my mum was but now now I'm older and I know the real world I can understand why my mum was and so now strict. you're a mum as well yeah because yeah. she was trying to protect me but anyway we decided that I was going to go meet this guy at the top of the village and we were going to disguise it by walking the dog and she was going to walk with me I was going to meet him and she was going to walk the dog to her grandma's and then we were going to walk back right but mad cars being mad cars must have twigged onto the did she find out oh she did more than find (laughs) out it was bad so we'd got all obviously I must have got done up to go meet him and she must have and she was like you're not going out for dog so anyway we've walked up the village all's fine I'm sat in, I don't know if I was sat in his car or stood by the car talking to him. And all of a sudden, my mum's car <laughs> appeared out of nowhere, blocked him in. No. And Mad Cars is called Mad Cars for a reason. She, I've not seen it though, yeah, have I? I've not, I've, you've seen Nice Cars. Yeah. She went fucking ape shit. Like, you know, when you're just mortified, <laughs> embarrassed, right? She was screaming at him, like, get away from my daughter. How old are you? Like, she's going to be, get in the car. Like, oh, it was just horrific absolutely horrific anyway that was the end of that i got probably got grounded or whatever gone home a few weeks later my friend that was there at the car with him that was my cover-up for meeting him ended up in a relationship with this guy and they were together for about two three years but that kind of ruined our friendship because she didn't tell me she was seeing him it kind of just come out that they were together bearing i'd not done all with this guy it was like early on but she'd never like it was just a shock. You'd think she'd just say though, wouldn't she? Like, but then back then it were different. It, yeah, it were different, and it were. I don't know if I if it's weird to tell your friends. Yeah, I think it, I don't know how you just started the conversation no. when you were younger. Like now, I don't think it'd be an issue at our age. I think no. you just say. So something. I don't know how it came about. I think when I left, they obviously stayed talking. And right, I think this yeah. was even before... I think we had Facebook back then. Yeah. So they must have just engaged in a chat. And then next thing I know... They're together. She's seeing the guy that my mum stopped me seeing. That's shady, isn't it? Yeah. That is shady. Yeah. Did so you, then, so did you just stop talking to her? the end of it. I can't actually remember what broke the friendship down. But I think that was kind of it. Yeah. But we did... We were really good friends, like... We used to get up to all sorts. I remember one time we'd gone on a night out. I think I said I was staying at hers. She said she was staying at mine. As mum's <laughs> and then you've got nowhere to stay. <laughs> and we'd been with some guys, and they. Dro- I made that she was clever. 
she got the guys to drop her to a local taxi place. Then she got a taxi home. So when she pulled up home, she was in a taxi. Right. And her mum saw her and rung my mum and said, so-and-so's just got dropped off in a taxi. A taxi yeah. So my mum's waiting, looking for me. And at the time, I lived on a farm and we were like down this massive private track and so a long drive. So she could drive. see all so the way down. So she could see. Yeah. And I got dropped off in a little boy racer car. Oh, no. Yeah. Did she come out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> did you get grounded again? Oh, God, yeah. I spent my life grounded. I did, to, to be fair. There. I did spend my life grounded, but it was always like I'd gone out and got drunk. So on a Friday night, it, I was still at school. Like saying it now, mm, looking yeah, back, we, I look back how and looking back at kids like that at that age now, I think, oh my god, what are you doing? That's yeah. why I don't think lies can get through me sometimes. No. I think when I have kids, I am gonna know because oh, I, I know. did it. Yeah. I did it all. 100%. And I used to get grounded all the time because mum and dad used to pick me up at nine o'clock because I lived, it was quite like a remote area where mum and dad lived. And I couldn't get a taxi back on my own and no one could drop me off because it was like out in the middle of nowhere. So mum and dad used to come at nine o'clock and I used to go out and just drink as much as I could in, in that, that short period frame. of time. And it was like pure vodka, oh like God. Frosty Jack cider. You must have been steaming. 2020. And when mum and dad came to pick me up, I thought I was acting sober. That's and I'd get in the car. when you think you're sober. And you try not to breathe. You try not to talk or anything like that. And you feel absolutely fucked. And my dad used to just look at me and be <laughs> like... You're hammered. You're, you're drunk. And then I used to be grounded. And then I used to miss a few Friday nights. And then I'd go back out again and just do exactly the same thing. And I think in the end, they were like, I don't even know what to do with her anymore. Yeah, and then we used to it. say we're staying at, a, staying at a friend's house and we'd be camping somewhere. Yeah, we've we'd all We'd go done camping, um, drinking. Oh God, I was an absolute nightmare. And I look back at now kids like when I was that age mm. and I think they're not actually that bad no because they're not doing everything I don't think they do anymore do they no like you don't see them going out and like drinking on the streets like we did yeah we were and in parks and fields and... I used to beg someone to go into the shop to get my alcohol for me so I used to stand outside the shop how shady must this have looked bearing <laughs> in mind I'm 15 stood outside the shop and I used to say Every someone who walked past who looked like Older. they would do they would yeah, do it yeah, like sussing them out who's gonna go buy me this excuse me can you go in if I give you money can you buy me um, a bottle of vodka or mm. whatever and loads of people would say no to you and then you just find that one person who'd be like yeah. oh yeah I'll just do it for you or someone had an older brother or yeah, older sister yeah. that would do it and I just think now if I was stood outside a shop and someone asked me will you go and get a bottle of vodka for me I'd be like no, no. like definitely not but in the day back in the day people used to do yeah. it didn't they? well so. I remember I used to go out obviously before I was old enough and I I used a girl's ID and she was a lot older than me as well. And then we actually became really good mates. She used to go out together. I'd have her driving license. She'd have her passport and we'd walk in together showing the same fucking ID. Me and my sister used to Because do that. bouncers back then, as long as you had ID, they didn't give a shit. Yeah. They didn't look. So when I was young, I had the fake ID and my sister's four years younger than me. So... I went, I had my fake ID and she wasn't going out then. But when I turned 18 and I got my real ID, she used to use my um, old driving mm-hmm. license. But it was the same name and everything. And we used to still go in yeah, together. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. And no one even used to question it. And but I, imagine that now. I no. still get ID'd now yeah. when we go out. I, d- I don't know how we got away with it as well because she was a lot, I'm sure she was like six, at least six, seven years older than me as well. <laughs> like, what the hell? I, I remember. at like 16 <clears throat> and they think you're 20. In fact, it'll be more than that because I remember she was 25 and I was that paranoid. I I, I Googled her star sign and everything because I remember the nerves thinking, what if the bounce what if asked, asked what my star yeah. sign is? What if he asked this? Yeah. And I used to revise that ID every <laughs> week. <laughs> Oh, God, the stuff we used to do. Um, Right. We've 
digress veered, again. We've veered off track again, haven't we? So let's have a look where I'm up to on here. We've just done the Ibiza one, haven't we? I was friends with this girl for a few years. I wouldn't say best friends, but we got quite close. Anyway, I was at work one day, and then she put in brackets, my best friend doesn't work with me. And my work friend came up to me and said she had something to tell me. My friend had started a group chat just to bitch about me and was screenshotting all my social media posts and putting them in the group chat. I didn't want to believe my work friend without proof, so she pretended she didn't like me and got added into the chat and showed me all the messages. Wow. How would she find out about it in the first place? How did the work friend know about this? Maybe it was someone who she knew had been added into it. But the group chat just to bitch about you... I think I'd be quite privileged. I'd be yeah, like, "Yeah, I would." Is you that- talking about? I I know though. Well, obviously, I've had it before, and where people have sent me stuff to me to bitch about me instead of sending it to their mate. Yeah. Um. So I know people do it. I actually speak to someone the other week, and um, I won't say what happened in case the people that did it to her are listening. But basically, something about her had been screenshot and put in a group chat. Right. And th- and this group chat was just based about her. The, the, these girls spent this group chat ripping this other girl to shreds. That's horrible, like, isn't it? I feel on. like group chats. You're a mean girl era, yeah. isn't it? Like mean girls nowadays and toxic friendships. Like the mean girl burn book is now the group chat. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, hundred percent. I just, yeah. Oh god, I just think friends in general. You've now got to be so careful with who you trust with yeah. a lot of your things, aren't you? And a lot of people do turn toxic. And if you've got something that maybe I, I suppose like at our age when you're all going off in your different directions. If someone's got more than you or someone's got less than you, I feel like we've got a group of friends where everyone is at different stages in their life. Yeah, completely. Some people are just finding what they're doing. Some people have been doing what they're doing for years. Um, Some people are living comfortable. Some people are struggling on student loans. Like it's... It's a, a wide group of mm. friends, isn't it? So I feel like when you've got that wide group of friends, you're not in competition with each other. Yeah, I couldn't do that competition friendship. But yeah. I, I've had it where I've, well, all through my life, that I've fought people are like literally my best friend, we're inseparable, and then they've done shit. And I'm I'm genuinely like so hurt by what they've done because I just think I would never fucking do that. Yeah, never do and that. It, and it seems them. to like continue. Like it literally started at school where I got bullied so bad. And it's kind of like carried on. It's it's never stopped. And as you get older and your circle gets smaller, you feel that it's tighter and you're older now and that's not going to happen. Yeah. But some people still yeah, carry it's on still that like fucking that. schoolgirl, mean girl behaviour. Yeah, were it mostly girls at school as well yes. then? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I've I've had it as well where, and see another thing to me with like toxic friendships and falling out with friends, if you fall out with someone, right, don't tell other people their fucking secrets. Yes. Like yeah. do not tell them. If you've fallen out, no matter what that other person has done, you were best friends at one point and you confided in each other. So keep that in a box and don't pass it on. Yeah. Like, yeah. I hate that when you fall out with someone and they literally go tell, tell everyone, everyone everything, yeah. I had it where I was I was best friends with a girl to the point we actually, at one point, we were living together and sharing a bed together. We were that close. Oh, and our friendship ended. And I, I'm, to be fair, I don't even think I'm over it now because we were that close. Went through so much together. And I was genuinely distraught when we fell out. And when we fell out, she then spreaded a really bad rumour about me everywhere. Like, and it wasn't even a true rumour. It was just a horrible rumour that she spread about oh, me. Shit. And it was just because, obviously, she was like, I don't know why, she's angry about the friendship or whatever. And I just remember thinking, even if that rumour was true, you shouldn't have said you it. You wouldn't say it, like, yeah. Just don't so say it, There's so much I yeah. could say about her 
that I didn't say. But then you are not going to stoop to that level yeah. either. Like I feel like if your friend is doing stuff like that, it's better to not go to their level and just yeah. pretend that you've not heard it or whatever and just it's hard to say just get over it, isn't it? Because yeah. when it's something about you, or in your case, when it's something not true, it is really hard and really mm. hurtful, isn't it? Yeah, I think girls can just be fucking evil. They can be, they can. And I think schoolgirls as well. So when you hear stuff about like some of my relatives when they are like that age and you hear like the friends, what the friends have done mm. at school or they've been leaving them out or stuff like that. I always feel like I'd never bring my kids up to leave anyone oh, out in a more, situation. Do you, know if, do you know if I ever found out Ruben or Roman had bullied someone, I would be absolutely mortified. Yeah, because like, you brought them up to include to not, yeah, people. And to, be kind. Like be kind and play with people and things like that. And and as well, you couldn't see your two doing it. No, I couldn't. I wouldn't, you know, like, it sounds really horrible, but some kids are little shits. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, yeah, man. And are. some kids are like say nasty things, and you think they've heard that from the parents, yes. or they listen to the parents bitching, and then it carries on between the kids. And because I don't see yours like that, it, you you'd be absolutely mortified. Yeah. Wouldn't you, well, I had happened. it when I was young at school. I were at middle school, so how old will I have been? I didn't have middle school, so I had primary and secondary. So yeah. I don't know what your middle school is. Yeah, be. I think I might have been about 10 or something. I say really young because you are really young. And I was best friends with a girl, like literally best friends forever, like we were inseparable. And her mum got in a relationship with uh, one of the dads from school of a girl that was in our year. So they obviously became best friends because their mum and yeah. dad are together all the time. So they're spending loads of time yeah. together. And then her being friends with this girl made our friendship kind of like go it like kind of dissolve basically yeah um but then that the girl that she was friends with started bullying me really really bad and then my friend kind of turned into a bit of a bully and then it it spiraled out of control I got bullied so so bad but it was actually my best friend's mum that told the school that I was getting bullied because she'd found out about it and that kind of stopped my bullying because I was always when you bullied you never want to tell anyone and the bully's like if you tell someone you make it worse but it was actually my best friend's mum that found out that the girls were bullying me so she found out her daughter was bullying yeah so So I've had that where that's good as a parent yeah due to another friendship I've got bullied yeah but then I think as a parent that's what I would do if I found out my kid were bullying someone I would be straight in there I'd make them apologize I'd get them to write them a letter oh they'd be grounded forever they'd have to go and apologize to the person they'd have to go into school like I would I'd take it to the next next level I I, there were a girl that bullied me really bad at school um, to the point she used to physically attack me as well and she was the reason I left that school and went to another because the bullying was so bad how like middle school yeah 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 and her parents, my mum used to contact her parents and be like, she's doing this. And, yeah. and her mum would literally be like, oh no, they're as bad as each other. And like oh, literally God. do nothing about it yeah. and make up excuses for her. And I just think if, if someone came, obviously you'd want a bit of proof. You know, if someone come to my door and said, oh, Ruben's been bullying my kid, I'd want to get to the bottom of it. But I wouldn't be like, oh no, I'd be like, oh my God, like give me the information. I'm mortified yeah, about this. I'll talk like, to him about it. Yeah, it I'll do whatever we again. need to do. It'll not happen yet. Yeah, let's get them sat down and talk together. Yeah, I think nowadays they probably are more like that. Mm. I feel like when we were at school, well, when I were at school, it were a very long time ago. Yeah. And I feel like you didn't say anything, did you, when people no. were getting bullied? But I feel more now with all the social media stuff about the be kind and mm. it's it's changed a little bit, I think. So I'd like to think that now it might be a bit different in a school yeah. where more people 
would step in and not let it happen. Yeah, you'd like to think so. Yeah. I got one where somebody came out as gay and their friends basically disowned them because they had to come out as gay, which I just... That's the one time you actually you need want your, your friends. friends. You need your friends to be there and be supportive and they can't even do I, that. Yeah, I can't even put that into words how that would make you feel because I feel like coming out is such a big thing for people. Yeah. And then to be basically... They basically disowned her and they basically accused her when she was like hugging them, of trying it on with them. Like... Just because they've turned like yeah, 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 yeah it doesn't mean that you're going to jump on someone if i came to you now and said look al um i'm leaving jay i'm i'm gonna be lesbian yeah. i'd still share a bed with you if on a night yeah, out i wouldn't jump like, on you no but I would, I'd, I'd even <laughs> get in bed if we we're on a girl's night out i'd get in bed naked with you i wouldn't be like oh my god stay away from me you're a lesbian yeah. now oh, i'm not gonna get dressed in front of you because yeah. you might be looking at my boobs it's like i've seen them a million times yeah, already like, it doesn't matter it yeah it matter but yeah that like ones like that are horrible but i had a few write into me um, saying that their friendship had ended or basically fizzled out because girls had got in a relate, their friend had got in a relationship and basically yeah. chose the new guy, chose the new guy over them, and that were it. Then they were always with a new guy. They couldn't answer the phone. They I had the um, I had the a couple I think that wrote into me and said about the new relationship thing, and I think when you first get with someone. We've said before, you're in your little bubble, aren't yeah. you? And you want to spend all your time with that person. And I totally get that because I feel like everyone... We all do it. ...gets like that. Everyone does that first bit. But to then let it carry on for, like, a, a longer period of time is when it gets more worrying, isn't yeah. it? Because you you still need your, your friends as support. Like, do. if they do something wrong, if your boyfriend does something wrong or if you end up breaking up or if you just want to vent to someone or if you just need to get something off your chest. You message your girls, don't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. I'm guilty of that. So in one of my previous relationships, I was literally besotted with him, but he was controlling as well. So I stopped going out. I barely spoke to my friends. I wouldn't do anything. Yeah, but that's not through your choice though, is yeah. it? That's through because it's it's the control yeah. that you think, oh, if I do that, it'll lead to this, it'll lead yeah. to this. And yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. A, it starts a ball rolling. Yeah, it does. It? So now yeah. I, w- I would never do that. Like you and Jay have got the perfect balance because you speak to me all the time, you go out all the time. Yeah. Like that's healthy, that's normal. Yeah, and then we still do our stuff together mm-hmm. and then we're still going on holiday. And you've got to have a good balance between your friends, aren't you? Because there's nothing better than when we go out, we'll all get ready We'll have a really good night out. It might be in a different city. It might be just local. And then we have a laugh when we're out. And then you come back and I come back to Jay and then he has to deal with me drunk. <laughs> yeah. And then he deals with hangover the next day. And I feel like it's nice to go out with your friends and it's also nice to come home to someone. Yeah, definitely. So if you can do both, you've got like... You've got, you've got it, Yeah, yeah, you've got it all in one. Um, I don't know where I'm up to on here. I keep losing my place because they're <laughs> so long. So going back a few years ago, it was my 16th birthday and I'd planned a party. I found a lot of these are from um, when people younger. were younger. Yeah. So me and my friend went dress shopping and I picked out an amazing dress. I wanted it in pink, but they didn't have my size. So I went with the same dress, but in blue. My friend didn't find any that she liked and said she was going to look somewhere else. On the day of my party, she turned up in the exact same dress as me in pink. Wow. So in the colour that she, she originally wanted. wanted. And even the same shoes. She told my friends that she didn't want me to look better than her. So she got the pink dress that she knew I wanted. That's fucking awful. That's horrible, isn't it? Like, 
that's really that that's that's going back to being young and it's i feel like now we all ask each other what we're wearing show each other what we're wearing yeah like. and i feel like we've all got different styles as well yeah. now. so i feel like the stuff that maybe i would wear and i would go out in i don't think you'd pick no so but, you, you but might if I, be like if you, i love everything you wear though so like if that were an example, like you showed me a dress that we'd gone dress shopping together and you wanted the dress that didn't have it in your colour, I wouldn't think, oh, do you know what? Annie really liked that, so I'm going to go back and buy that. Yeah. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. And then if I'd got the dress already, I'd say, you can you can borrow it anyway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, we can't share trousers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't share trousers. Be because short, I... my, my, your pants would be shorts on me. <laughs> yeah. Trousers and jumpsuits, I think, are out of question with them. us. Um, but I think dresses we might be able to. I mean, you're a lot slimmer than me, but if I'd got something that were really fitted, then I think, that right. you'd, yeah, yeah. I think that you'd be all right. That's so, awful. I feel like when you've got when you've got clothes as friends, I know that when I wanted something the other day, I can't remember what it was. I needed something and you were like, right, I've got this one, this one, this oh, one, and this one. jackets or something, Yeah, you need a blazer jacket for this. <clears throat> I've got this one. Do you want to wear this one or this one will match with this one? So it's like each other's wardrobes are yeah. like our wardrobes, yeah. aren't they? We just, just swap. Um, have we got any more for toxic friends? I've got my, all my personal ones, which I'm trying not to talk too much about. I oh, have no, one. I think it's good when they, yeah. they come from you because I haven't had really things happen that I've, had, to me, I've had a lot that have. I won't even say because it's that bad um but I had one when I was again when I'm younger they're yeah. all when I'm younger um I was about well it was before I could drive so I must have been 15 16 and I'd got in a relationship with this guy again toxic one but I were in love and the, the real, walking red flags yes. again <laughs> we've been together quite a while actually and again it was a girl that our best friends with think you're inseparable do everything together and the day that I split up with him and we were finally done, I still remember I rung her crying, like literally heartbroken that we'd split up. And I then found out that, that it was either that day or the next day that I split up with him, she slept with him. And I never spoke to her again. She actually slept with him after I cried down the phone to her. And she was like, I'll come and meet you. And she knew, she knew and how bad he treated you. How bad he treated me. And I was crying down the phone to her upset. She'd said, let's meet up. And I was like, no, I want to be on my own. And she slept with him. Oh my god! Like what? that, that, that. I think that's one of the, the worst ones because you're in this relationship and you're telling her she how bad he's treating you and what he's done to you, and then and she, she was older than me as well. She go was and a couple years older than me. Oh no! Yeah. Do you ever see any of these people now? No, no. Because I'd, I feel like I, I, I sometimes pass them driving. Yeah. But literally, everyone from my past. I kind of don't see them unless I drive past them. But I remember one of the girls that bullied me so bad at school, like to the point I tried to c- commit suicide because I was I was bullied Aww. that bad that I think three times I ended up in hospital trying to kill myself. That's all because of bullying. All because of bullying. That's another podcast. Um, People don't understand how much. And it she me- she messaged me years and years and years later, saying like, "Oh, I'm sorry for what happened. Do you want to meet up?" And I'm okay. like, "Do I fuck?" Yeah. It's when I it's can't been that forgive deep, and forget like that were deep what happened to when me it's when been I was that deep, but then you've got to remember as well she must have been feeling the guilt and thinking yeah. about it. and so she should if she'd bullied you to mm-hmm. that point where you didn't even want to be here anymore that is awful and as a child or even a young person it's bad enough for an adult yeah but for someone young and like what you must have been going through and like what your mom and your family must yeah have, must have felt. my my childhood due to and it was all girls that bullied me never guys i don't think it were anywhere 
it was fucking traumatic. Yeah. Like, literally, well, I had to go for counselling and therapy and all sorts of shit for it. I nearly got sectioned. Um, because girls are fucking evil. They actually are. Like, girls are yeah. evil. And I've, and then a lot of it happened, obviously, when you're younger. But then since I've been older, I've, I've suffered with it too. Like, the friend that spread the rumour about me, that happened just before I had romance. That's like... Four or five years ago, that so it's happened. It's not actually that long ago. And she, she was still girls in the twenties. She was a lot older 20s. than me as well. Mm. I think she was like ten years older than me who did that to me. Um, and then I had obviously when I had the salon, I thought all the girls that worked in the salon were my best friends. We did everything together. I treat them like friends. Yeah. They always used to say, "Oh, you don't feel like a boss." Like, so I didn't want. I never want that thing of feeling above someone yeah. so even when I had the business I didn't want it to get to my head that oh I'm a boss I'm in charge you do what I say you wanted it to be like I everyone's want, equal yeah I wanted yeah. everybody to feel equal because That's I've nice always though. felt in life that I do want everyone to feel it equal I, yeah. I, I hate that I've got more than you are I'm and because of what and you've better. been through yeah you'll want to make people feel comfortable yes, and you'll and never want that you'll never want that to happen so, to someone else some of the girls I won't say all the girls and then it dumped people out like, oh, you smoke around me um they cause major problems to the yeah. point I had girls phoning the police and giving false police reports on me and my partner at the time. Um, I had them phoning social services. Um, bear in mind, <clears throat> at the same time, these girls are still coming out for food with me. Still working acting, with you. They're still working with me. They're coming to the caravan with me. They're That's playing so with, two faced. with me. That is probably um, two-faced. Then I had one of them's psycho ex-boyfriend smash my salon up. <gasps> Um, because I didn't st- stand up to him, but he was giving a shit. So when he'd phone the salon, I'd give him shit back. Yeah. And he phoned one day and went, oh, your boyfriend didn't hear no more to protect you. Watch what's going to happen. I went on a spa day and oh, I got no. a phone call while I'm in the hot tub. Hello, load of lads have jumped out of a van and they've smashed the whole salon with the girls in, in there as well? And the girls were in the salon when it happened. Shit. Um, two of them that were involved were in the salon. The ones that were involved were in the salon. Um, I had another, yeah, yeah, coincidence that, (laughs) and um, I then had another that, well, two that were stealing from me, despite the fact that I paid them more than where they got paid elsewhere, and they got a lot more from it. It's because they probably saw you as being like a nice person, Mm -hmm. and you've said like you want people to be equal, and you don't want to be the boss. But I think sometimes in them situations, you've got to the boss thing is is sometimes a good thing i've said that if i ever was to open a business again don't mix friends i would not mix friendship like it would i just couldn't do it or it'd have to be someone that i could really trust because clearly i picked the wrong friends out of them girls that i had (laughs) like jesus christ and then another one um the day that my partner at the time got arrested and i phoned this friend up to say what had happened. I was like, help me, what the hell do I do? My life's upside down. Like, she was being so nice to the point she was like, why don't you move near me and my boyfriend? Move the kids near us. And I'll help, yeah. I'll help, we'll look after you. Like, anything that you need. And then we had a suspicions that they'd kind of been involved. And months later, it actually come out that they'd both give the police reports and she knew what was happening that day. She knew all about it. So she put you through that, basically. She put me through that, knew what was going on. But yet, when I was phoning her crying, she was the one saying, I'm going to help you come and See, live near me. I don't even get that because it's not only putting you through it. It's not like you were on your own. You've got kids, kids. Yeah, and I'd never do You've that You've got kids them. there, yeah. And you'd, do, you'd rather protect them and protect the kids, wouldn't mm. you? But I feel like people do show the true colours. So with stuff like this, it does all come out eventually, people's true colours. And I feel like now... We, we ain't got any we ain't got any of that yeah I? touch wood will touch my head 
yeah. <laughs> I feel like now we're, and especially with stuff like you were saying with um, the salon, because there's no there's no one in charge yeah is yeah you know I mean? like, even though we do the podcast together we're friends we've just said don't mix like yeah yeah but we were friends before yes. obviously the podcast yeah. and i would never let anything from the podcast like come between us yes we don't disagree on stuff no. do we really like i think we always we both have our different ideas and we somehow manage to it just works just comes together doesn't it yeah. and, we, and it just works and um, but yeah hopefully you're not after deal with any of that anymore now yeah. I always say like now we're older but then like you've just said some stuff weren't even that long no, ago and I feel I'm like I'm actually shocked at how some of the girls were still in like the 20s and the 30s and acting like that because yeah. I can't think of acting like that and I'm in my 30s no I couldn't I, I life is too short I seen a quote the other day I should have screenshot it actually I can't remember what it said but it basically said about life's too short to spend your time getting upset about shit friendships and shit relationships just walk away just walk away. And yeah. I'm like that now. If, if I have a That's the friendship best advice, that sort it? of fizzles out or they do something that I'm not happy with, I'm not even going to retaliate. I'm just going to take a step back. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, I'm at that point where I, I don't even want to say what you've done's upset me. I just think, I just can't be asked. Sometimes if you take a step back though, you can analyse the situation yeah. better. So I feel like if you are in it and you're still in there and you're still in the situation, you can't see it clearly. No. But when you step back, then obviously you can yeah. have a proper look but at it. But I feel like my you. toxic, is it a toxic trait with friendships in, in life in general is I can cut people off. So they, they do one thing wrong and I'm like, boom, done. Like, yeah. I, I just, I th- but I think it's because I've been hurt so bad in the past. That's my way of coping with things now. So yeah. instead of being like, oh, you've upset me and can we, can we talk about it? I'm just it's like, right, like you've now. upset me. I am not letting you do that again. Yeah. Walls up, see you later. So I used to have such a big group of friends when I was younger and it used to be like, if you want to go out, I could just choose who yeah, I was that's going what out I with. Like. And then I think it just dwindles down, doesn't it? And it's just the ones that are left are there that like support you and things. So I was in my um, lash appointment this morning and we were actually talking about who supports you when you have a small business or something like the podcast. Yeah. And we both said, it's not your close friends that support you. It's always like people who you just know. 100%. Or not even like your family and stuff like that. It's more people that you have just come across or that you've met while you've been doing this. Um, and and it's weird that you'd, you'd expect your friends to be the first people to support you. So I was talking to a girl who's got a um, aesthetics business. She was like, when I qualified, I thought the first people to book in, like my friends all have the Botox yeah, done, we all have the lips never done. Is. She was like, I thought I'd have a really good client base just made up of my friends because so many of them get stuff done. And then she realized that, all the friends still carried on going to these other people, giving the money to other people instead of them, instead of to her. And yeah, it might have been because you like knew or you've you you've had this same lip person for so long. But with things like Botox, I would go oh, probably yeah, to my friends. I mean, my lips is a different thing because I I've been going to the same lip girl for ages, and it's on your face. Yeah. And if someone's just qualified, I understand that part of it. But something you can't. But I see. think it costs nothing to share a post. Like share, to repo, yes. repost stuff on your Instagram. Because I noticed that like whenever I do anything, it, it, certain people repost, certain people don't, certain people like, certain people don't. Yeah. And even on the podcast, the more messages, more the most, me- I can't word it. I've had people message me that I don't even know saying like, love your podcast. Yeah. It's amazing. Keep it up. Or talk about you more on it. I want to listen about yeah. you. As Whereas me other mates don't really comment on it. 
Yeah, so you think of they listened. Yeah, and, I, and listened it's not it. it's not a, bad, it, yeah. a horrendous thing, but like you say, you do expect it to be your friends that are your biggest fans and they're yeah. not. And it's the same with everyone because when I was talking to um, the Lash Lady and she was like, it's the exact same. Mm. So it's like every small business, you, you think it's going to be friends and family or whatever, and it doesn't end up being. But I feel like we've met different people and we spoke to people that we wouldn't have because they're the people that have been reposting and writing in yeah. and then you're like the other day I said didn't I was like oh such and such off the thing she knows you when she was talking yeah. to them something. Um, so it's it's like you meet each other's friends of friends of friends yeah, as well definitely. don't you so it is quite good I have got a dilemma for today so we'll we'll move on to that because we're on what are we on Oh God, we're nearly we talk, on an hour we already. Talk a lot. Do you know what? I thought we'd only do half an hour today as well. Yeah, I thought we were going to be quite a quick one today because sometimes, sometimes we look, don't we, and we think, oh, we haven't actually got that much to talk about. But as you're talking, I remember something. Yeah, and it's yeah. Like, I feel like we've had a really good episode today. We're telling like, it's more real about stuff that you've been through yeah. as well. So we've not just been normally, it's like all laughs and all jokes, isn't it? But it's been a bit more of a, yeah, I've been a serious quite raw side. today. You serious have. side of hell. Well, like I've had, I felt up. like on every podcast, I've hardly said anything about me and my experiences, even though I have had stuff that I could have said. And I've had people messaging me saying, Elle, like we know a lot goes on in your life. Just spill say the it, beans. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose when you first start something, you don't, it's like, you don't want to incriminate people either, do you? You no. don't want to be like, oh, they might, this might be talking about us or whatever, but... I think the the rawness of it is what makes it good. Yeah, isn't definitely. It? So we have a dilemma here, which is about a friend. So this sort of fits in with this episode. This is why I picked this one. Hi, girls. I have a friend who's a compulsive liar, but at the same time, she's been a really good friend, and I don't want to cut her out completely. The lying can range from little white lies about where she is and how many dates she's going on to big lies about money and her job. Ooh. So there's a bit of a wide range there I always catch her out lying and she always changes her story and even her sister has brought it up to me so she's obviously so noticed too a problem. she lies and says she's not on a date when her sister's already told me that she is on a date and I'm not sure she would lie and not tell me about this as it's not a big deal no Anyway, the bigger lies are about how much she's getting paid and even her job. I don't know why we, why she would lie about her job because in our friend group, some people are working and doing really well and other people are students and struggling with their student loans. It's not just me she lies to, so I think she may actually have a problem. Should I confront her? Ooh. What would you do? Ooh. Um... <clears throat> Because she might have a problem. Like, can, is is lying an actual problem? Yeah, oh God, problem? it's condition. It is, like, people can have Munchenhausen's, is that how we say it? Where I've they, heard of that. Munchenhausen, if I've got this right, is where you make out that you're ill. Like, I, I had someone that's close to me, they're still here. Like um, a hypochondriac. They lie to the point they'll say they've had cancer when they haven't had cancer. Oh my and God. And it is a condition where people are just compulsive liars. But like she can said... Can they not on, stop it then? No, no. They can't help. I think they, I think they have to go out. get like serious help for it. Right. I well, I'd just say distance yourself. But she obviously she's put she has been a good friend. Yeah. But if you've got a friend that's lying about going on a date, that ain't a friendship because I feel like I could phone you up and tell you anything, like, and you wouldn't judge me. You'd be like fucking LL, like sort it out. I, I, yeah. If you I don't, I wouldn't on, lie to you about. If you wanted to go on one date a week, or if you wanted to go on ten dates a week. I wouldn't really say anything. No. I'd be like, oh, 10's a bit extreme. Yeah, you'd be like, about can't it. you find one out of the 10? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, can't you just pick one and get on yeah. with it? Um, but I wouldn't... I think that's a serious problem. If yeah. you've got a friend and I, I couldn't do with a... 
what she said, lies about m- money, money and a job. Money and a job, yeah. So they're the bigger lies. So the little white lies about the dates and the bigger lies are about the job. But then she said the sister has also contacted her about it. So you know it's an issue if family members are picking yeah. up on it. If family members have noticed it and they're contacting, then it's quite, it is quite serious. So I think she's sort of saying, does she stay and help her get help? Or does she distance herself and like save her sanity, basically? Yeah. I'd, it's a hard one because like I said earlier, I'm at that point now where I don't want to deal with shit. So I just cut people off. Yeah. But if this person has been a good friend to you, it's, it's how do you approach, I'd blame sister. I'd say to sister, you're the sister, you need to confront her and you talk to her. You I'd need pass to it sort it out. Else. <laughs> you sort it out and I'll help her get help. But I actually think a liar in a friendship is dangerous. Yeah. Because you think if they could lie about that, what else could they mm. lie about as well? Um, the person's clearly got major problems if you're having to lie about your income. Like, they're basically living a double life and lying. Yeah, and I think here we've got to think about if if it's just your friend and they're just telling you little white lies all the time and you know that they're telling these lies and you catch them out at it, I don't think I'd even say anything. No. I think I'd just be like listen to them spiel off yeah listen shit. to them chat shit and in your head listen you're thinking, to them change the stories a million times yes. and be like i know that you're talking shit but yeah. it's not worth bringing up because it's nothing big whereas because these are about big things and it's an actual problem then i think she might need the help and it's getting worse yeah, yeah. i think you need to you do need to help your friends i feel like a lot of us brush past stuff like even if friends have got like mental health problems like we do need to step in more and yeah. help people so I think, yeah, the new L, instead of saying shut her out and don't speak to her again, I'd probably like speak to the sister and family and yeah. see if you can intervene. So I've got a sister and I know that if something was wrong with me, you could easily yeah, go to I'd, my sister. I'd her. You could easily approach my sister and be like, look, she's doing this mad mm. shit. Can you talk to her? And Holly would be like, yeah, and she'd mm. have no problem with coming to me and yeah, being like, yeah. what's his shit? Life out. So I don't even know why the sister would go to the friend. Yeah. Because and, something unless going on with me, the sister's gone to the friend to see if she's doing it to the friend kind of thing. like Yeah, to see if it's just her yeah. or if it's like an actual yeah, problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What have you ordered now? We've got we've got DPD walking up the drive with two large boxes. So I've got my monthly, no, my weekly flower delivery. So I have fresh flowers every week. <laughs> so that was the big box. And the other one is um, dog food. Oh, okay, I'll let you off. So it is my absolute pet hate to go to Pets at Home and have to come out with big fuck-off boxes of dog food. So I get them delivered. And as you can tell, I don't even think he knocked on the, the door then, but food. the dogs are going mad because they've heard the, date, uh, the, the gate click. So give us a minute. Yeah, so back to the podcast. We would, what would we say? Work with a sister. Work with a sister and get help. And get help because it's such big lies that she probably needs some form of like intervention. Yeah. Or medical help at least. So I think when it's something so serious, we do need to think about what's underlying as well. And Yeah, we need to give like a professional opinion on these dilemmas. Yeah, as our professional opinion in any way, shape or form, I am not a professional. Yeah. And <laughs> my advice, I don't know why people would ask for my advice really because... Uh, yeah, we're, we're not we're not doctors, although Ellie's a qualified counsellor. And I would, so. I would say she needs therapy. Yeah. And I think there's an underlying thing of that. It's childhood trauma. I'm going to blame childhood trauma for everything. Childhood trauma. So she needs to go back right to the beginning mm. and in therapy talk about stuff that's happened I feel in like childhood and work forward. liars, it's an attention thing. Yeah. Like we used to have a girl at school that used to say she had a unicorn in a garden and we were about 10. 
Did you believe her though? No, obviously not. So she had. I thought to, you were going to be like, no, yeah, we believed her. She obviously had an underlying attention-seeking problem yeah. where she'd just lie. But it, her lies were that extreme. It, it's obvious it's a lie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is it though? I've seen a little unicorn walking around someone's garden for a yeah. party the other day. I saw it on Instagram and this little girl had got a unicorn to come to a party. And obviously it was a, a white horse. Yeah. And they like strapped the horn thing to its head and all its hair were different colours and it was so Aww. cute. And I was like, this girl's got a unicorn at her party. So... It could be believable. Yeah, a little no. unicorn. <laughs> La- if someone's lying, it, they need counselling. Maybe even hypnotherapy. Yeah, there's a few things that they can try with her, but I think maybe in this situation, calling her out might be a bad thing to do. Yeah, um, as in calling her out in a bad way and saying I'm not going to be friends with you. Yeah, it's you're the a liar. easy thing to do to distance yourself because you don't want to be in that shit mm. situation. But if she has been a good friend, then bear like bear with it. Sort yeah, of thing get, her, get, get her help. Oh, I think that was a very um, wholesome episode. Yeah, I feel like... Uh, Don't you think? Got a lot off my chest, you know. Therapy's <laughs> like therapy, therapy couch, this. Yeah, we should have a... I should be your new therapist. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're each other's anyway, aren't we? We're oh, about 100%. voice notes we send. I don't know why we don't just call each other, because the voice notes are a fucking joke. They are, they're ridiculous. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. I'm sure one of them the other day was like five minutes long that I sent you. And, and it's continuous, it. though. And we even say to each yeah. other, every voice note we'll say, I'm just doing your voice note in bits. I've just played, I've just, and we respond in, in, bits, fi- in yeah. bits to pause it, play it. I will be like, I've only listened to the first bit of your voice note. <laughs> but I'm just replying to this bit before I forget. Yeah, and then mine today was like, sorry, I've sent you about 10 in a row. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, today we actually passed the 600 mark not today, this this week yes. for um, the podcast. So we've gone over 600 downloads. That's over 100 for every episode that we've done so far. Um, and the first episode that's out now has got well over 200. I think we might be close to 300 downloads just for the first one. So keep them coming, keep yes, downloading. Please download each episode. I wish we could see how many views we got because I know we get a lot more views than downloads. Yeah, or just listens. Yeah. That'd be good, wouldn't it? So we want... We want more on everything, don't we? And we are going to get our shit together this week, especially with the social media side 100%. of things, aren't we? Well, I say this week. We're already into this week. Should so we it say might next be next month? week. Should we say August? No, because then I'm going on holiday. So oh I feel God. like we need to get our shit together next week. Yeah, we do. Next week, we'll have our shit together, don't worry, guys. 100%. We'll be putting like little previews on. And if we say it all on the podcast, it's got we'll to happen. We have to do it, yeah. We've got to do it. It's out of the world now. It's got to be done. We're promising it, yeah. So it's got to be done. There's going to be more over on TikTok. There's going to be more on Instagram and just more in general. So, more of us. More of us, yeah. <laughs> so thank you, everyone, for watching. That is episode seven done. I can't believe we've done seven already. Oh. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. 